Hey everyone, it's uh, Andy here from the Evertrek office with my fellow host. Hello everybody. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's episode three of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. I know, it's crazy. It's amazing like how uh, quick and the, the, honestly the reception we've had just from the first few has been fantastic. Yeah. But um I'm pretty excited to hear what you've got to say about this one, Anne, because I know this is something that you've been, um, you, you feel pretty passionate about, and I know that it's something that you've, um, you try to instill, um, you know, in yourself and me and yeah. to the benefit of everyone around you. Um, it's certainly helped me in a lot of the treks and uh, hikes and stuff that I've done. Yeah. Um, I'm currently in training for Kilimanjaro. It's a drudge. It's hard. It's tiring. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Tell me what today's about, mate, because I reckon <laughs> if anyone else feels like that, then this this is going to be really beneficial to them. Yeah, definitely. So today is all about, I mean, the title of the podcast is called Harnessing Mindset to Reach Your Everest. Or Killy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but your Everest. So, so pretty much, you know me very well, Dave, and a lot of people who are potentially listening to this who have been either on the email list or in the Facebook group. Yeah, my my, my thing really is all about mindset. Yeah. It does come from a, a deep-rooted thing, um, you know, around positivity. But personally, I mean, you know, I think that people can do anything they want to do with the right mindset. Yeah. It's not as easy as I say, you know, keep positive, cheer up. It's, it's not that kind of thing. There's a few different strategies you can use that can certainly pick you up and help you. Yeah. And break things down to, to achieving stuff. And that's why, yeah, I thought it was quite important to talk about it, really. Yeah. Um, but before we do go into it, obviously, if you're listening... And if Everest Base Camp is actually on your bucket list, then definitely download the Everest Base Camp guide. It is in the show notes. Um, but if you are listening, if you just go to bit.ly forward slash Everest BC guide, that'll take you to the full guide of Everest Base Camp, gives you the full walkthrough. Um, and you'll also get a video walkthrough and email walkthrough of the entire trip. So, yeah, if that's something that you want to do, then definitely jump in and have a look at that. But let's get stuck into, stuck into the episode. Yeah, Dave. why not? Yeah, I'm looking forward to this let's one. To be it. honest, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> but First, um, I mean, yeah, what have we been up to? Well, man, as you know, it's been a busy, uh, busy weekend. Yeah. Um, I had to buy a tux, man. Yeah, you know, that's, that's very unusual for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I mean, it's, you know, uh, since I've completely abandoned corporate life, I don't, I don't even own a pair of smart shoes. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I turned it up a notch. Got tux. Had the velvet, the the bottle green velvet. Uh, uh, dinner jacket, you know, it's was, it was quite a fun event. I have to say, it was very, it wasn't shocking, but it was nice to see as you walk through the door. I think you came down the steps. Yeah. And I was like, is that Dave? Because I think you'd actually trimmed your beard as well. I did trim the and, beard, and yeah. And combed your hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah. I, I trimmed the beard, I combed the hair. I looked like a functioning member of society. <laughs> so it, was, it was great. No, actually, no, no, you, you scrubbed we, up well. We should say what it was about, you know, yeah, we were yeah, helping. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, see, we know we weren't helping. We were taking part and yeah. providing some awareness, and uh, it was a fun night. Basically, a, a, an Evertracker, he's going to Everest Base Camp in April. Yeah. Um, Jamie McCanch. Um, if you're listening, Jamie, hello. Hello, Jamie. You know, we'll give him a, I suppose we'll give him a little plug, won't we? Yeah, yeah. You've got, you got to check out his business, See No Bounds. Mm. He's an inspirational chap. Um, you know, he's been through. I mean, listening to his talk, I was amazed half the stuff this man's lived through. I know. He's indestructible. <laughs> but, but do you know what? Part of that does come down to his mindset. 
um, yeah. which is you know what it ties in yeah, perfectly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. no, he's an inspirational chap. Um, yeah. You know, he does a he does a lot to raise awareness for people um, with disability. Yeah. Um, particularly uh, complex regional pain syndrome (CRPS). Yeah. Something that he suffers with, um, but it hasn't stopped him. You know, he he climbed Penavan on his hands. Yeah. He's climbed Ben Nevis. He's like uh, plays squash for like GB and he plays against able bodied people and yeah. um, he did tell me one time that he joined he played a competition against able bodied people and um he did well didn't he no he got hammered oh, right. <laughs> but I think but he, uh, <laughs> wrong story yeah but no but he uh, but hey you know what he's the only one that could that could do it yeah and I yeah. think a lot um you know and he he's a big uh, believer of you know if I can do it so can you so no yeah. check him out man check him out it was it was a good event see no bounds yeah he was uh, he's a, he's a very inspirational man would actually get him on the show I think because I, I, I think I, so. I've spoken to him. I know he's going to Everest Base Camp, and he's you know he's doing a lot of training yeah. uh, himself and his partner Charlotte, who kind of um, co-run the business. Yeah, but we'll definitely get him on because he's he's, he's got a story to tell. Yeah, I, th- um, I think definitely. he's um, yeah. I mean, I've known him for a while, but he's the type of chap where you know he's just he's very affable. Yeah. You get along with him, but he ain't going to open up to you and tell you everything he's been through. <laughs> no. So actually, to listen to him speak and listen to some of the things that he's actually persevered through yeah uh was it was pretty inspirational actually and i i really did um i really did find it quite moving actually which is strange from a guy that i thought i knew i know i mean i did know him but i didn't know everything and uh yeah it's amazing no he's he's a cool guy i mean yeah that that was a great great event wasn't it um we've also got another event coming up on saturday haven't we the sleep out event yeah that is um i mean yeah personally i mean you know it's it's an event that we've we took part in last year we co-sponsored it yeah um, so pretty much people around the world, this one's called the World Big Sleep Out. So yeah, if you're listening and uh, you know, you, at this moment, when you get this episode, it would have already happened, but basically the World Big Sleep Out is the world's biggest show of solidarity around homelessness and uh, displaced people. So it's over 50,000 people around the globe in 52 cities, I believe. Yeah. One of them being Cardiff, which is the one we're doing. Yeah. And we'll be camping out. Um, the weather's looking a bit chilly, but I'm sure we'll be all right, Dave. Yeah, I don't want to be too, you know, too precious no about rain. it. But yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I've got, I've got uh, the bivy bag, <laughs> the sleeping yeah, bag all set up. <laughs> but, 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 mate, I'm going to operate my own sort of triage for cold people. You know, if they want to use my bivy and my sleeping bag, that's yeah. I'm more than happy. But no, yeah. it's um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and Lauren, um, who's also part of the Evertrek team, uh, and the, John as well, the Great Bald Yeti. Yeah, that's, be that's the social Yeti and the Great Bald Yeti. They'll be uh, taking part. There's a fair few Yetis at this event. There is a fair few yeah. Yetis at the event. Yeah. yeah. And a few other trackers as well. Yeah, that's really going to be fun. I think some people have. Uh, I think have they been this season? Uh, a couple have. I think one or two of them still to go. Yeah, that's that's great. I love yeah, catching up with them. Yeah, it's going to be good yeah. to catch up with them. It's always good. Uh, but no, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a fun night out, and um, I'm certainly going to have to deploy some positivity <laughs> um, when it's uh, raining and minus two. Yeah, absolutely, which leads us on to our first. Do you see how I did that? Do you see how I did that? That was that was that was seamless. It's like we got notes or something, you know. What? Like... No, this. Is... <laughs> I I think anyone that, that even imagines that this is scripted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So the first bit. I mean, when it comes to um, to harnessing sort of mind mindset to reach your Everest. Yeah. Positivity is very well underrated. I mean, naturally, it's not just you know keep positive. Yeah. It comes down to deeper rooted things. Like for instance. When we're when we're away and we're trekking, you're gonna have those times where it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be yeah. difficult. You're gonna be down. You're probably gonna be a bit narky um, because you're you know you're out of your comfort zone. It's challenging, yeah. and it's one of those things where if you kept telling yourself, "Oh, you know, I feel bad. 
I feel sick or I've got a headache yeah. or, you know, oh, maybe I've got altitude sickness. If you keep talking altitude sickness, you know, negativity, things are going to happen because you, that's all you're thinking about. Yeah, yeah. If you're thinking and you're positive around, okay, well, I'm in the mountains. I chose yeah. to be here. What's my reason for being here? Is it to raise money for charity? Is it a yeah. personal thing? And naturally that will have a, have a positive effect. I mean, we've all had sort of challenges, haven't we? When we've been away in places, like I know um, we went trekking in April yeah. and you just got off shingles. Well, yeah, yeah. That was, um, <laughs> I, I just want to put out, I don't, I don't, I don't advocate that. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, but you cracked up with it. Fair yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, that was, that was a tough one because yeah, like, like you said, shingles was, um, I haven't stopped talking about shingles. Have I, since I noticed, yeah, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I think that, um, yeah, during the during that time, I still like the, the I had the rash. Yeah, but it was it had it had sort of more or less gone, and then when I was in the high altitude and stuff like that, I yeah. think your immune system might drop a little bit, so it kind of came back. It's a bit painful. Yeah, and it was bringing me down a lot um, and stuff like that. And I know we talked about it in evenings yeah. in the room and stuff like that about you know just it's about for me I, I know mindset is an individual pursuit yeah but there are certain techniques that you know you've certainly helped me with yeah and one of those things is when i'm facing difficulty or i'm feeling like i don't want to do something yeah i have to take it to me i have to strip myself back to basics you know understand the motivation that led me to to do what i'm currently yeah. undertaking yeah and concentrate on that and also have the knowledge to understand that there are things that I can control and things that I can't. Yeah. And in that environment, when I was there, I, I had no control over, you know, in my case, the pain I was in over shingles. Yeah. I could, there was very little I could do to mitigate it. But what I could control is, you know, my outlook, my mindset, my focus on yeah. getting other people there. And when I did change my focus from being inward to outward yeah and for me it was focusing on we had some friends there and some people that became good friends yeah and i yeah. wanted to see those people get to base camp i wanted to see those people like shed a tear and yeah. realize a life's dream and that took you away didn't it from that i mean you you obviously had pain you know because you're in the back and you have yeah. this thing in the back of mind oh my god is it still there where let's be honest when you came back and you went to the doctors they were like yeah it hangs around for a couple of months yeah so you were dealing with that and yet we were hiking every day and it's hard, but yeah, you're right. I think having that something else, which can be a friend, yeah, which can be a goal, um, something else that you're working towards, is is very important. I yeah. think. Um, that's, I think that's one of the reasons why. Um, you know, plus, I was there. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> to yeah. give you a kick up the backside, but I mean, do you know what? Though, like, even like, I don't even know if I've told you this, but they were like, you know, I think everybody has this, yeah, to one degree or another. Now I've been to base camp, you know, a fair few times now. And that was the only time. And I think maybe because you were there and I just kept thinking, like, like the thought did creep in, like, I, I could just turn around. Yeah. Well, because you have already done it. Because I'd already done it yeah. and because you were there and I had that escape route. Yeah, yeah. And I was really chastised myself, the, like, the moment the thought popped into my head, you know, yeah. because I'd, I I think giving up on something that doesn't need to be given up on is is a real tragedy. And I think, you know, we always talk about, you know, doing the right thing when you're in the mountains. And I knew that, you know, it wasn't a trip-ending condition. It yeah. was... I was manageable. On the, I was on the tail end of it. It was manageable. Yeah. It was a bit of pain, but it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah. And I thought about a lot of the things that people had done before me and things like that. And I honestly just... I chastised myself. And really, uh, that turned me around. And I decided, you know what? I'm actually going to think positively about this trip, positively about the reasons that I'm here, positively about... Uh, how I'm feeling and yeah, yeah. what I'm doing. And, and it really did change. And you, it, it, 
It's remarkable. Because as you know, I was a skeptic. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it, the moment yeah. I decided to do that, I woke up the next morning with more energy. Yeah. And I felt stronger. And I was happier. And so I'm a convert. Yeah, I know. I, it's it's not easy because, you know, when you're going through something, it's it can sort of encompass everything, can't it? Yeah. Every, you know, especially when you're, you're trying to battle on. But it's important when it comes to facing any challenge. I mean, I mean, just a just a current current subject that we've happened. I mean, in Nepal over the last twelve months, has been some changes, have been some sort of bumps in the road, where uh, the airline has, has has basically forced some changes upon us, and we've had to, you know, we've had lots of conversations with our team in Nepal. We've had lots of conversations yeah. here about how we're going to manage that, and we've had to stay positive because you realise, Jesus, this is. Changing um, a little bit of, of of certain parts of the trip, yeah, outside of the trekking itinerary, but we we've had to sort of stay positive and think, right, this is this is a bump in the road. This is how we we look at it. This is how yeah. we manage it, and it's important that uh, if you're listening and, and you've got to challenge yourself, and you know whether it be Everest Base Camp or Kilimanjaro or anything, like I said, this this is reaching yeah. your Everest, and your Everest could be anything. It could be climbing your local mountain. You know, it depends where you're at in your life. But ultimately, it's it's about getting that yeah. resilience that these bump in the road, and you, and you overcome those. Yeah. Those well, bumps. One of the things I think I want to hear you talk about because it's a lot of the stuff that you've said to me in the past, but it's always been in yeah. conversation and stuff like that. If you were to sort of like, if I wanted some sound bites, I wanted some bullet points, right? Well, in terms of in terms of mindset, yeah. in terms of harnessing mindset, yeah, in terms of how I can deploy it when I need it. During okay. tough treks, I know you did a real tough trek in Scotland recently. Yeah, which I know you and you did that with someone, and there was points during the trek where it was hard. Yeah, it was yeah frustrating, yeah. and that's what I want to hear you okay. talk about. So, number one for me is obviously you got Larigru. Now Larigru was uh, I think I talked about it in the last episode. It's a long. I think it was. It's over twenty odd miles. It's yeah. through some tough conditions, but there's sections. So for me, if you're going for any challenge, it's about breaking that challenge down into yeah. sections. Because sometimes when you've got this big, scary monster in front of you, it can be quite overwhelming. And overwhelm is not good for your brain. Yeah. Um, you know, when you've got smaller things to look at, your brain tends to think positively about that. Yeah. So yeah, for instance, Larigru, we knew that there were certain sections that were going to be hard, so fine. You can't you can't get over that. Yeah. Obviously you have to get over it. But I mean there's you you can't get out of that. It is what it is. So you knew you've got two or three hours there, which is potentially yeah. difficult. So you want to break it down into sections. Then you want to look at sections within sections. So for instance, when we're on Everest Base Camp Trek, if, if I'm climbing, I normally envisage or I look at a target. So in that section, I, I see a rock or a tree and I think, okay, I'm going to walk and I'm not going to stop until I get to that point. And I'm yeah. going to stop and have a rest. Mentally, I've achieved something. I mean, it's scientifically proven that when you do... Uh, succeed at something, your 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 body releases dopamine in the body. Yeah. You tend to feel a bit better, so it releases that positive energy. So imagine that now you've got all these, you've made these little goals. Yeah, you've made the the tree and the next tree and the next tree and the next rock. Next thing you know, you've done twenty goals. Yeah, and then by that time, you've also moved two miles. I mean that's amazing, you know, because <laughs> you know what you've just said. Uh, it reminded me of um, into thin air. Now, if we're gonna oh, yeah, take, yeah, if we're yeah. gonna take it to its extreme, yeah, yeah. Um, when the the climber is, he's fallen down the crevasse yeah. and he has no choice but to go deeper in order yeah. to give himself a chance of survival. 
and he comes out of the crevasse and then he realises, like, he's elated, he survived. Yeah. Then he realises he's on the middle of a glacier miles from a base camp. Yeah. And in the documentary and in the book, he talks about how he would give himself goals. Yeah. I'd get to that rock. Yeah. And he said if he got to the rock, the elation that he felt yeah, was yeah, like yeah. a, a was just life-saving. Yeah, yeah. Equally said if he didn't, he would be terribly upset. <laughs> but that's because of the, ex- the you know the extremity of the of the of the moment. But that's a driver, isn't it? Exactly. But you know, when you just you know, even if you take it to its most extreme, it just yeah. it really does highlight yeah. that there is that what you just said is true. Giving yeah. yourself breaking any tr- challenge down into goals. Yeah. And Breaking them down and to snippets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sections. Yeah. yeah. But no, that's what that just reminded me of then. Touching the void. What did I say? Into thin air. <laughs> I know, but it's because the book's behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, in yeah. our studio we yeah. got yeah. here. So. Yeah, touching the void. <laughs> no, no, that is, that's, that's a deep one, isn't it? I mean, it's... Yeah, I let myself down there, didn't I? That no, was it's <laughs> I know, with your mountain knowledge, I was quite... But no, it's, I, I knew what you meant. Yeah. But ultimately, yeah, it, that guy who, who survived that, ultimately survived... And I, Sorry if, if you haven't read it or if you haven't watched it. I'm sorry if you've read that. I think enough time has passed. Enough later. time has we, passed. We, we can talk we about to, it's it. Not, yeah, it's not yeah. exactly uh, the current thing. But yeah, he does survive and he makes it back down. And I don't think he would have got down there if it wasn't for his mindset. Joe Simpson. Joe Simpson. That's that it. was yeah, his name, yeah. yeah, yeah Joe yeah, Simpson. It. Great book, actually. Um, although, I, and the, the, is it the docudrama? I know it's Yeah. It's a really good watch. Yeah, if, if, you, if you need a good read or a good watch, you know, Sunday afternoon or something... You know, give it a watch. Simon Yates. Simon Yates. Simon Yates and Joe Simpson. And it's, um, yeah, Touching the Void's a very, very good. um, I mean, it's very inspirational. Yeah. But I think, yeah, harnessing mindset to survive on the, you know, the ultimate scale. I mean, look, again, that's another thing that we can, you asked me for bullet points. Yeah. Okay, so you've got the sections, you've got the the goals. Yeah. You've got that breaking the targets down to smaller targets. But ultimately, he just had the, the balls to survive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but he, I suppose balls or ovaries of steel. Sorry, yeah. but one uh, thing like the, one thing I think that really helped him was because I've listened to a lot of what Joe Simpson has said. Yeah, yeah. And he was on Desert Island Discs, and he was talking about other aspects of okay. what he'd been through. And he said that when he was lying in the bottom of the, cr- the crevasse, he was he was overwhelmed by the enormity of his situation. Yeah. That he was facing insurmountable odds. That he was dead. Yeah. And then he really he really just sort of. He almost had to sort of remove himself from all of that noise, yeah, yeah, and just be in the moment, you know. And I know that's one thing that you've said to me a lot about is like, Dave, yeah, just is. be in the moment, enjoy yeah. it, and be mindful exactly where you are. I mean, I know it sounds a bit fluffy, but it's um, you know, and I'm not like religious really or anything. I'm maybe a little bit spiritual in terms of my outlook, but being mindful of where you are and actually. Like when we're in the mountains and things like that, and yeah. you think, Jesus, look what I am. Look at those. Look at that amazing place. Yeah. I'm here with these amazing people, this amazing culture, taking on an amazing goal. Yeah. That is, you know, being mindful of your situation. It's almost to the extent where you realise you start to see things a bit differently. Yeah. Almost to you being grateful even for a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, I love coffee, you know me. Yeah. But I am. I look forward to that. And again, yeah. it's setting those goals. That goal could be getting a coffee. If, if you were religious, you, you would <laughs> worship coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Um, no, I do like my coffee. It's probably a bit too much. But no, it, it is important. And yeah, so being mindful, being in the moment is huge. And it it also helps. I mean, it's 
This is transferable when it comes to mindset, like uh, at a high altitude. Yeah. Because, it, you know, the Mountain Malarkey podcast is all about helping people in the mountains, especially yeah. at high altitude, because that's our thing. And high altitude is speed is a no-no. We go slow. Yeah. If you're mindful, if you're taking your time and taking everything in, yeah. stopping taking pictures, you're going slower, which means you're going to acclimatize better. Yeah. So it may seem trivial, but actually just being mindful is really good for you yeah. at high it's altitude. Pr- it's practical. Yeah, it is. It is practical. It, is. it really is. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of mountaineers, they do talk about, you know, not uh, their motivations for climbing mountains. It's one of yeah. the hardest things to explain. Yeah. You know, if someone says, like, you know, why are you going to base camp? Finding your motivation yeah. and keeping that at the forefront of your thinking really will make a difference in your ability to actually get there. You know, if you give in to despair, <laughs> you know, if you're yeah. tired. Because, you know, it's hard. You're tired. Yeah. You're cold. The lodges are basic, and that's being kind, <laughs> you know. So well, it's, it's Nepal. Yeah, exactly. So, and the Kumbu. It is what it is. But um, there's a lot, you know, that if you had to put up with back home, yeah. you would find incredibly hard to deal with. Yeah. Um, but when you're out there, you're there for a reason, you know, and you've got to keep that at the forefront of your thinking. Yeah, and again, that's that's going back to our first point of staying positive. Yeah. It does come to that uh, almost perspective because you're right. It's adventure travel. It's it's going to be different to how it is in the UK. Yeah. So as you said, you know, just keeping positive, even though you're thinking, okay, this is a little bit basic for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But ultimately, you've chosen to be on that challenge. You know, you've been on that trip because it's not a holiday; it's a challenge. No. Well, and that's you've, it. You, you've taken that on, and but coming from it from a positive angle, is that this is a challenge. Yeah. This is I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nail this, and I'm going to achieve it because I'm going to be positive. Yeah. And let that fill you up. Let it think almost. And again, I don't want to be too fluffy here, but. Imagine yourself reaching base camp or reaching the place you want to get to and visualize it in your head. Because, as you know, I like to play golf. Yeah. And I, I, I want, this isn't my analogy of the week, by the way. No. I'm still waiting for yours. Wow. But <laughs> yeah, I don't have long. <laughs> I know. But when it comes to golf and when I'm there to, when I'm lining up a putt, and if anyone watches this, uh, sorry, listening to this and is thinking about golf, so you're lining up a putt. The way I've been taught by my dad and instructors and things is to visualize that shot going in the hole. And it does help mm. because, again, you're coming from a positive angle. You know, you, you, you may duff your chip or you may yeah. duff your putt. But the fact is that if you constantly visualize yourself doing that, yeah, you it, it, it does happen. It, it, yeah. it does happen more often. I think it's important, yeah, as well, to just to say that, you know, you should find your golf. Yeah. Um, because um, I've I've hit a golf ball before. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm about as accurate. It, 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 well, I don't know. I mean, like I said, like I was in a golf range and I hit the ball, yeah. and it went off at ninety degrees to the to the right, <laughs> not not forward, and it became its own little. Um, it was like a kamikaze golf ball. <laughs> you know. Kamikaze. So um, if my mind was me taking a shot, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, that'd be a terrible thing. <laughs> but again, you, I mean, for instance, you're into cycling. Yeah, no, you're about right. Yeah. You know, and imagine you've you've obviously got a target, and you're trying to visualise yourself getting to the end without yeah. bonking. If you're not familiar with that term, you look uh, it up. Look it up. It isn't rude. Just Google bonking <laughs> <laughs> and cycling at the and same cycling, time. And cycling, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you might get some colourful uh, images. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to um, uh, to bonking, though, I mean, you know, your energy almost is so depleted you can't go on. Yeah. But imagine you visualising yourself that you've got to the end without doing that. Yeah it's going to be easier to achieve because in your mind you've already achieved it. Yeah, but also if you do bonk on a ride, 
you have no choice but to get to the nearest petrol station. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta dig deep, man. You have gotta yeah. dig deep. You have gotta really, really work hard. Yeah. Um, and try and stay positive, because I've seen many a bonker just. Yeah. On the side of the road. Well, I think I remember because I, 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 I'm not into cycling like you, but I remember we went in Brecon. I think near John when John was living in Brecon yeah. Beacons. Yeah. And I came with you guys, and I think I. Did bonk. I couldn't really go too much further. Luckily, there was a pub. Yeah. Which I yeah. think we ended up in and bumped into one of my old friends, which was nuts. Yeah, that was crazy. But Such is life. <laughs> which is crazy, but fantastic. And I realised, I was like, wow, I've hit, I've hit a, a real low point here. Yeah. But we made the pub. Yeah, we did make it. <laughs> which mean, was great. I think it's just, yeah. I mean, I think if you just you use positive mindset, yeah. you will work your way through the cycle of life and hit a hole in one. And wow. appreciate the birdies. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And won't be saddled with a giant albatross. So I didn't realise, is there, is there a pun of the week as well? Or I don't it? know, that's, that's going to have to do. <laughs> no, I mean, that's genius. No, but it's, it's, I mean, this, when it comes to, to harnessing mindset, um, it's obviously down to you. And if you listen to this and, you know, you think we're, we're chatting a load of, uh, a pile of, I don't know, I want to say a rude word there, but I don't Gumpf. think I can. Gumpf, okay, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, then it because everyone's different. Yeah, you know, I mean, what we talk about here worked for for me. It worked for you, Dave. Yeah, I know it's worked for other people. I've I've spoken to some friends, loads of ever trekkers, but ultimately it comes down to you and and what you want to do, what you want to achieve. Yeah, because it doesn't have to be getting to Everest Base Camp. I mean, that's what we do. Um, you know, we, we specialize in getting people to Everest Base Camp. Um, you know, it's our it's our it's our game. Yeah, but ultimately, if you just come at it from a positive uh, angle. And almost framing it with words, positive words, like instead of saying, I don't know, I'm, I'm just trying to think of examples now. But imagine if you, you sort of wake up and say, oh, I've got to do this today. Yeah. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm looking forward to doing that today. Just saying that yeah. is kind of reframing it, even though it's the same thing. Yeah. Reframing stuff. But also, definitely it, works. I think it's always like, I like to, you know, everyone's my, everyone will harness their mindset in a different way yeah. for a different purpose and if someone just listens to this and they go away yeah. and they try and figure out exactly how to use their mindset in order mm. to achieve something greater than they thought they could yeah. then that would be magnificent that's what we're here and, for isn't it exactly and I always think that um, like for me I always try and visualise myself with the success afterwards if I got a, if I had to go to the gym right, I don't I don't try and remain positive about running on the treadmill for 20 minutes. Yeah. I imagine myself after the gym, having got that exercise in the bank, I'm, yeah. now, I'm now a bit healthier, I'm a bit fitter, and I can go about my life. <laughs> yeah, and but that's work for you, isn't it? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, that has enabled you to to get out the, get to the gym. Yeah. Motivation. I mean... Because uh, motivation is bloody hard sometimes. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're, we're both... Especially me, sometimes <laughs> you, I kind of you. I, I I don't use the excuse that oh, it's, you know, it's been a busy day. I'm not going to go to the gym. I'm not going to go for a run today. But getting that motivation sometimes is the hardest thing. And the and the first, the first thing you do is always the hardest. Like for instance, if someone says I want to join a gym, yeah, but they keep saying it because they don't join the gym. But once they've joined the gym, yeah, they're there. It's easy. You've started that journey. Yeah. So I think sometimes the best way to to sort of tackle it from a positive angle is just to start. What you've said you're going to do. Yeah. I'll go back to a story I've written a few times actually, but it goes back to when I first wanted to go traveling, which was like 19 or 20. And I was working, I was saving up for it. 
And, you know, I, I, I sort of dropped in conversation to a few people, close friends, family, that, oh, yeah, I'm going to go traveling. I'm going to quit my job um, and go to Southeast Asia and Australia. And they're like, oh, great, good for you. And then six months down the line, it was still the same conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, when are you going, Ant? I say, oh, <laughs> you haven't got, quite got around to it yet. And, you know, it, 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 it became real. Once I started to tell people about my open my open my my world to it, yeah. write it down, which is a huge one. If you've got a goal, by the way, write it down. It becomes real. It becomes tangible. Even post it on Facebook if you want to, yeah. because other people will see it and they'll remind you of it so much, like it did with me when I was nineteen or twenty, that that gave me the motivation to start and book my ticket. Yeah. And you know what? Once I did that, I did. I booked my ticket and I went. And I, I I quit my job at the time. And it completely changed my life. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd taken that first step. But instead of just talking about it, you know, because yeah. people would like kind of say, oh, yeah, when are you going traveling? A year ago? You know, like like almost like, yeah, actually, I've just been talking about it. Yeah. Let's actually do it. You know, let's actually tackle that that goal of mine. Um, yeah. So I thought I'd mention that one. Yeah. No, um, excellent. But look, yeah, it's, no, it's been really good. I hope that you found this really valuable. And, and as I said in the beginning of the the podcast, if you are thinking of going to Everest or uh, Kilimanjaro, but especially around Everest Base Camp, then the Everest Base Camp guide, uh, the actual link is in the show notes. But if you're listening, just go to bit.ly forward slash Everest BC guide, and that'll give you the full walkthrough of the um, uh, the Everest trip. And yeah, I, I reckon you'll really enjoy it. also the videos as well, which we shot with our video guy, Steve Boschweiler. Uh, the sexy business mountain lion. <laughs> yeah, see, he's he's almost a yeti, but he decided that because of his long hair and his beard, he wanted to be a mountain lion. Yeah. So we gave him that. That's fair enough. You know, we gave him that. But yeah, it's been great. Um, yeah, just just to remind you as well. I mean, this is a brand new podcast. I know we're on the third episode now, but definitely subscribe uh, if you listen to it on iTunes or Spotify, and you know, leave us a review as well because reviews for us are massive. Makes a huge difference to the amount of people that yeah, can actually absolutely. view, uh, view, listen to this. Um, oh, we do so many videos. I keep saying view. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we want to reach as many people as we can. And you know, we're, me and Dave are not afraid to ask. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, you know, if you have enjoyed it, if you've gleaned yeah. something helpful from it, um, you know, please do leave us a review. It does make a massive difference. Yeah. Um, like and subscribe. Do all of that. Do all of that stuff. You know what to do. Yeah. But I mean, it just it really just helps us continue to do this sort of thing. Um, we know that there's a large community of people out there because we've met them and hiked with mm. them and trekked them and we want to reach every single one of them. Absolutely. Um, because we do believe strongly in the, what we do can change your life for the better. Yeah. Um, it's not just trekking. As a friend of mine in Nepal often says that uh, we sell happiness for a living. We do. You know, and uh, I think that's that's why I love my job and I want yeah. other people to love my job as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I hope you've enjoyed it and, and I suppose the, the final message that we always want to sort of leave people with, especially around this episode, is that like it does come down to having that positive mindset. Take on the challenge. Enjoy it. Like I said, it does come down to you. But stay positive. Enjoy yourself. Take in the views. Um, even if you, you find it hard with your training before a trip, just remember why you're doing it. You know, and, 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 and stick it. If, if it helps, stick it on the wall. Remember that. Look at it every day and it'll give you, a, you know, you'll have that, almost that um, motivation to push you. Yeah. Um, and if you've just come back from it and you're looking for the next thing, well, you know, Google Evertrek. I'm sure you'll find a few trips on us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, don't be too hard on yourself, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, life's meant to be enjoyable. We're human beings, aren't we? Really? Exactly, yeah. I mean, I, I remember when I was running, um, 
I was, well, I was fat and unfit. Yeah. And then I, but every space camp for me was like a, a, a goal. Yeah. Um, that I could reach and achieve two things at once. One, my dream to step foot in Himalaya. And also I thought, well, I'll lose weight. Yeah. But actually it continued on beyond that. You know, and I ran um, two half marathons, I've cycled a hundred miles. And there were many times, like I say, my first run, I went out and I got less than a mile. And then I was lying on my back on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one time I, I decided I was going to cycle to work and it was immediately up a hill. And I turn around and went back to my house. I'm phoning sick. <laughs> you wow. know, what I'm saying is, but uh, don't don't beat yourself up. Don't be too hard on yourself. The important thing is that you're getting out there and you're doing something. Um, and even like you said, if you make little tiny, tiny, tiny little advances every day, then when you look back over the course of a week, a year, it'll be huge. Absolutely. That's it. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed today. And uh, yeah, listen out next week where we'll be talking about training yeah, um, for the next big adventure. But so yeah, thanks for listening and we'll chat to you soon. Thank you, everybody.